I'd known it was going to be like this, I never would have come back. Time Signal Productions presents The Drowning Isle, Duggan Hill's second season, a radio drama by Andy Garland. Chapter 7, Tawasan. Get him inside! Hang on, Eddie. Everybody in! Come on, Eddie, breathe. Hold his nose. You, you've got to hold his nose when you breathe in. Hold his head up. Eddie! Sun's coming up. It's the morning of October 9th, and we're alive. We're okay. I don't know for how long. If anything happens to me, and someone finds this phone, this message. My mother, Anna De Beers, or I guess it's Anna Klassen now. She lives in Toronto. Please tell her that I'm sorry. And that I tried. I don't know how we got out, but we did. Eddie got tackled by one of those things and nearly choked to death on water that just... I don't know how it happened. He's been vomiting up pieces of seaweed for the last hour before he fell asleep. And that person that was on Eddie, I'm... I want to get this down now while it's fresh. Their hair was long and knotted, like they hadn't combed it in ages. Their skin was pale. They were wearing these clothes that looked like they were stitched by hand out of scraps of cloth and burlap. She wasn't wearing any shoes. Her feet were cut and bleeding and... <laughs> she looked normal. You know? You put her in some regular clothing and she wouldn't really stand out in a crowd. Except... Except for her mouth. It was hanging open. 
and you could see the rotting teeth inside, and and she was making this sound, this horrible, droning, rumbling sound was coming from her. She held Eddie by the throat, and water just started bubbling out of his nose and mouth. And then someone shot her. I didn't see who. It, it must have been one of the North Shore people. She fell off Eddie, and Marie and I dragged him away and carried him down the hall, but as we were turning the corner, I looked back, and there she was, standing. Blood was just spreading across her chest and shoulder, and the man that shot her was... Well, he was next. We got to the garage, and for a second I thought we'd lost Erica. But then there she was, with this suitcase chained to her wrist. We took Eddie's van and just floored it as soon as the engine got going. Outside there were... There were more of them. Men and women all dressed the same with all their mouths hanging open wide and that sound... A goddamn sound. Like they were singing. One tried to stop us. Erica hit him dead on, and we felt him go under the wheels. We drove and... and we drove. I don't think we knew where we were going. Erica definitely didn't. She kept trying to reach someone on her cell phone. Never got a hold of them. We had to give Eddie CPR, but... He's okay. I think he's okay. The place we were being held at was a gray two-story building deep in the swampy parts of Delta. Eventually the service roads turned into asphalt and now we're pulled off to the side of the road near a farmer's field. The van's fucked. Erica and Marie are trying to get it going again. Eddie's out like a light. I don't know what we're going to do. If we're not safe at North Shore, then there's... There's really no place we are safe. Erica's been trying to reach someone with her organization, but... So far, she's not having any luck. I don't think we can get the police involved, and... I wouldn't want to put them at risk. Not after last night. There is... one other option. When I was looking through my bag, seeing what I had on me, I realized that burner phone was still there. It was in a sweater pocket I'd stuffed in there. Still had a bit of battery life. The call history showed a number had been trying to call me last night. 
Dev's number. She tried five times. Are you alone? For now, yeah. It's good to hear from you. I thought we might have lost you. Yeah? Well, it was close. Because you didn't listen to me. Excuse me? I told you to find the drowning isle, fast as you could, that you couldn't trust North Shore. And what did you do? Okay, no. Stop. You can stop right the fuck there. I don't know a thing about you, and you're expecting me to trust you? If you had, there'd be a lot more folks still living at North Shore. How do you know about that? A friend of mine keeps an eye on them, from a safe distance. They must have done something very, very bad to get a reaction like that out of them. Look, we need help. There's four of us, and we don't know where to go or what to do. I already told you. Yeah, the drowning fucking isle. I know. I know. I know. And I don't know what that is. So if you don't start giving me something goddamn tangible, you're never going to hear from me again, all right? People are dead, Niev. And... And there has to be something I can do to stop this. I can't just do nothing. Hello? I'm here. And... I understand. I didn't want to disclose too much, not with North Shore looking over your shoulder so closely. I have to consider my safety. My family's safety. But... Now that North Shore is no longer a factor... Oh, fuck you. There's some things I can share with you. In person? No. I want to meet. That's not negotiable. Real talk, face to face. The best I can do is send a representative. Goodbye, Niamh. Someone you know. Would that help? Who? There's a Tim Hortons in Tawasson. It's the only one. They'll be there in an hour. Come alone. That? Were you calling the cops? No. Give me the phone. Why? Because I'm calling them. Marie. Our phones, our wallets, all that's back at the fucking place where we nearly died, Zoe. We can't call the cops. Give me the phone. Marie, we can't. Zoe. We really can't call the cops. And who the fuck are you? I'm... America? She helped save us, Marie. Oh, sure. After her people kidnapped us, threatened us, and... Zoe, you know we can't go to the authorities. Why not? Because I don't want them getting killed, too. What happened back there? I know, Marie, I know. Zoe, what is this? I can barely stop shaking, and you're... You don't even want to... It's because of me. All this is because of me, Marie. All right? You happy now? What? Zoe. You know those scars I said I got in an accident on a farm? That was bullshit. It was one of them. One of who? I killed one of them last summer. It was a fucking monster, and it was self-defense. And Marie, if you'd... If you'd seen the place, the bones, all the people she'd killed... What do you mean, bones? Zoe, enough. That place that burned down last summer. The one that was all over the news. That was me. That was my fault. Zoe. This isn't the time. This isn't helping any of us. I'll explain more in the van. Will it start? I think so. Okay. I 
I still don't have a place for us to go. I do. Marie, check on Eddie. Make sure he's doing okay. Are you alright? No. No, I'm really not. North Shore must have had a plan or something if something like this ever happened. It's never happened. Not like that. Come on, let's go. Okay, we're here. I told Marie and Erica to wait in the van. Eddie's still drifting in and out. I don't think they're about to leave without me. There's an old couple in the corner, splitting a donut piece by piece. Couple trucker types. Other than that, and the folks running the show behind the counter, there isn't anyone here, and it's ten past the hour. I'm going to give it another 30 minutes before we get the hell out. Holy shit. Hey, Zoe. Francisco? It's, uh... It's good to see you again. Dude, I... I never thought I'd see you again. Yeah, well... They never told me if you got out when the town burned down. I... Don't touch me. I... She said you can't touch me. Not even a hug or a handshake. Just... Maybe we should sit down. Did she send you? She did, yeah. Francisco, I... We don't have a lot of time. She gave me some things to tell you. Who is she? I only just met her a few days ago, but... I think she wants what's best for us. She helped me. After Duggan Hill, I was living in Calgary and... Do you know about North Shore? Yeah, I know them. They came to me. After the fire and after my mom died and I started posting some questions online about what had happened, they told me I wasn't supposed to talk about it or anything that had happened. Or to you, ever again. Every time I left the house, I think I'd see them. There'd always be this car that was following me. I'd see it on campus. When I went out at night, just at the end of the block, and whenever I turned on my phone, Try to make a call? I swear I could hear this extra click, like they were listening in or something. And it was like that for months, and then Niv showed up. What did she do? She told me I'd gotten close to something in Duggan Hill, that I was lucky to be alive, and she said that she could help me. She said I was in a fishing bowl and I could stay there, or she could help me into the ocean. And the ocean is scary, but, you know, at least I'm free. And you said yes. And then we left. Right in the middle of the day, she said that North Shore people wouldn't follow us. That she'd taken care of them. She got me across the Rockies to this, this place, this place up in the mountains. Not just like a cabin, but a bunch, a, a compound. Where? I don't... I don't know exactly. It's not important. Look, she said I should make this as quick as I could. These things that are hunting you, they're not going to stop. Did Niev fill you in? She told me about Henry. Yeah, and his family. Then what the fuck am I going to do, Francisco? You need to cut a deal. 
That's what she said. That's the only way out of this. A deal with who? With them. There's an island. Some say it's further up the, the Strait of Georgia. Others say it's near Hideaway. No one knows exactly where it is anymore, but they are there. She said that long ago, people would take journeys to find it. Most of them didn't make it, but the drowning there's isle. things there. Old, older than mother, things even Henry's afraid of. And Eve said that long ago, people would try to make it to this island, and if they did, they could try to, to make a deal with them, like how people did with mother. If you can find this place, make some kind of bargain, maybe they can get Henry to stop. Francisco, I... I don't know if I can. I know, Zoe. I know. It sounds crazy, but... If you don't, anyone who, who was close to you, it's a target. The people at North Shore, friends, family... Fuck. I should go. I... I don't even know where to start. She said that this person might be able to help you. Who's Beverly Tesler? She didn't tell me much, but she lives in Anaimo, and Nev said she's tried to find the island before. So how's that going to help me where to look? I don't know. Maybe she'll tell you where not to. Francisco, I'm... I should get going. She said I shouldn't stay here longer than... I'm sorry. About your mom. Thanks. Nev, told me what happened in Doggin Hill. What you did. Francisco. I don't blame you. I don't. I probably would have done the same thing. I didn't... I didn't mean to kill those people. I know. Goodbye, Zoe. Listening to The Drowning Isle, the second season of Duggan Hill, written by Andy Garland and produced by Time Signal Productions. Our theme song was written by Johnny99, and our logo was designed by Carola Rose. For more information, you can find us online at DugganHill.com or on Twitter at Duggan Hill Radio. From everyone at Time Signal, I'm Andy Garland saying thanks for listening and carry on bravely. Thank you.